machine. Greatest quarterback you've ever seen. It's time to stall. Don't want Tebow to have the ball. Winning every game, making his rise to fame. Slow Kobe Bryant, so defined. Once the rape is now the giant. Don't mess with us when you come into our hood. Ladies on me all night, just call me Tiger Woods. All right, welcome back to uh, show number four, week three of our uh, gambling podcast. Still with no name and a default photo on the uh, website that I just found randomly. Pretty sick. Uh, records from week two. T Wolf was three five and one. JJ two six and one. Myself four and five. On the year, T is five ten and one. JJ is five ten and one, and I am six and ten total. And then T on his best bets two and zero. Oh. JJ shockingly zero oh and two. Myself very middle of the road one and one. How are we feeling so far, boys? Yeah, it's been a struggle. Um, you know, I, I like to con- uh, consider those two and zero parlay bets in the uh, total record. So seven, ten, and one, um, not bad. Happy with those. Last week was was rough. I would say. I will say I changed some of my picks. So my actual record for last week was nine and six. But we'll we'll stick to the show. I don't want to brag about that. Another bad take for me. I know I went on and on about. Just not trusting Cole last week. He had a good week, a really good week, not only on the playing field, but as a producer. Uh, he got our podcast uploaded, which was progress. Sure, it was at 1220 after the games had already kicked off. Uh, just right when you're really begging to be listening to a, a college football podcast right after the games kicked off. But, you know, I listened to a lot of it. It sounded great. So shout out Cole. Great producer. Nebraska. Wow, that was rough. Uh, I still do not believe in Colorado. I'm looking forward to the next uh, chance to bet on them against probably Oregon. But that was that was a real kick in the teeth to start the day. Um, and then we all know how Bama went. I tried to double down a few times after a few beverages with my good friend JJ at the Danny Boy Brewing Company, which is starting to turn into my home base. But uh, yeah, so that one hurt, but all in all, still loving it. Really fun slate to watch last week. This slate, not as great, but still looking forward to it. Big fan of Danny Boy. Same server. <laughs> <laughs> Did he forget about you like last time? Forgot about us. I think I got charged Couple for maybe a quarter of what I ordered, so that was sick. <laughs> I got charged for everything, and then I lost everything uh, that I – possibly took including some bad beats it's early on in the season at this point in the stage in the year the only thing you're trying to do is formulate teams that you will never bet on again the rest of the year and i've got a pretty good list so uh that's my takeaways from the start of the year i still freaking hate colorado i hate everything they're about 
I can't wait till Dion leaves them uh, at the at the freaking marriage altar in one year when he goes to the NFL or takes a better job and leaves those stupid Buffaloes high and dry with no coach again, and they turn their record bad. Uh, Billy Napier is still dead to me, and uh, adding to that list is uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mainly blame his wife. She is an absolute. She sucks. But I do not like Patrick Mahomes either. So that's how I'm starting off. Yeah, wonderful. You got burned hard on that uh, JJ's Parlay of the Week. I'd love to uh, go straight into that. Uh, Even worse than week one, you told everybody that you could easily make your money back, um, get back to it for week three. You uh, continue the one win and two loss clip with uh, two fairly heavy favorites. Um, Tough look for you and the pod with our credibility on that one. Uh, Me and T also hit our upset alert, or not our upset alerts, uh, our portion of the parlay for week two, but uh, you slipped on us with uh, Wisconsin. You had a minus six and they lost outright, so that's a tough one. Um, And nobody hit on the upset alert of the week, so uh, yeah, we'll hope, hope to eventually hit one of those. Cole, I have one thing for you. It looks like, hey, thank you again for taking notes. You're a great producer. But in, in our notes, it says uh, Dante Moore cranking it. I'd like for you to expand on that a little bit. Yeah, he looked fucking sick. He was cranking it out there. I told you guys that they're, the UCLA boys are going to win the Pac-12. He was cranking it. Watch him to carry on. He's a fucking dog. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to breeze to a Pac-12 championship. Caleb Williams sucks. He's not winning the Heisman. Dante Moore might win the Heisman once he gets going. He's starting to feel it. Got it. He was cranking it all over the field. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome for that. He <laughs> might be don't remember. He might be the eighth best quarterback in the Pac-12, and that's, that's <laughs> actually saying how good the Pac-12 is. It's not really a knock to him because I think he's going to be a great player, especially when he – transfers it to uh, Michigan here in a couple years for a better NIL deal. But uh, he might be the eighth best quarterback in the conference. The Pac-12 is looking good so far. Credit to us. We love the Pac-12. All right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for the uh, fans at home that can't see, J.J. Smithers Smithers has on a Michigan jersey. A little throwback. Uh, What was that guy's nickname? Like shoelace Shoelace. or something like that? Shoelace. (laughs) For those young bloods, that's Denard Robinson. Look up his YouTube highlights. Second to Tavon Austin. And for those actually betting JJ's picks, you probably won't be able to afford shoelaces after you're done with this year. So, All right, on to to our uh, week three slate. We'll start it off with IU versus Louisville. Uh, Louisville minus 10 over under 50 and a half, uh, side note, we're taping this on Wednesday night, so the lines might change, but we ride with the lines on Wednesday night. JJ, what are you, uh, thinking for your, uh, Hoosiers? I'm think I'm thinking the Hoosiers. I'm taking the Hoosiers. I'm going to be downtown Indy. Uh, we'll have a couple beverages possibly at, uh, Kilroy's. And then head over to the game. So, you know, uh, my fan impact on the game will impact the spread. I get a .025 impact on the spread point-wise. So, I am taking the Hoosiers plus 10.5. I don't think the Louisville Cardinals have really played anybody. I'm not a believer in Georgia Tech. 
they haven't been good since Calvin Johnson was there. Uh, and so uh, overall, I'm just thinking that the Hoosiers will maybe, with this new news of their announcing their starting quarterback in advance, that might be uh, uh, Tom Allen's best decision of the year so far, not do it the day of the game, uh, that they might cover this 10.5 spread. Yeah, I'm all over the Hoosiers as well. Don't don't absolutely love it. Uh, like JJ mentioned, Taven Jackson is now the starter. Uh, real fair quarterback competition. Soresby got to start against Ohio State. Taven Jackson got to start against Indiana State. Whoever had the better performance got to start. So shout out Taven Jackson. Um, I'm a little worried about the IU wide receivers. A couple of them got banged out, banged up, uh, but. Oh, Omar Cooper, remember the name, redshirt freshman. He's going to dominate. Lucas Oil may be a road game for the Hoosiers, which is unfortunate. But with J.J. in the house, I'm feeling good about it. Their defense looks fast. They're going to be able to surprise Louisville, who hasn't seen anything like that. Yeah, this is a little wrench into my week. Uh, this week's strategy, I was planning on fading J.J. on every pick, but I did uh, tend to like the Hoosiers plus 10. I feel like they're frisky enough. I liked what I saw against Ohio State. Didn't watch them last week. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ride the Hoosiers with you. We can live and die as a team. On to the next one. K-State minus 4.5 against Mizzou. Over under 48. Mizzou is, uh, well, and the SEC as a whole has had a little rough start to the year. T, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, you know, I'm going to start off by saying I, I, I'm not by. This is my unbiased opinion here, but I'm I'm all over Kansas State minus five, uh, minus four and a half actually. Uh, Kansas State's absolutely everything. Mizzou isn't. They're consistent. They're solid. They're well coached. They have consistently good quarterback play. Mizzou has an absolute idiot at quarterback. He even said in the press conference this week he didn't know who Chris Kleiman was for Kansas State. Uh, that's their head coach who has won more games in probably two years than Drink has in his four. Uh, won the Big 12 last year. And I'm not just saying that because Drink criticized my fence-building ability. I'm not just saying that, but Kansas State's going to walk all over Mizzou. Mizzou fans, the hot seat is going to get hot after that. And it's just a great – it's just a real shame to see something – like that happened to such a great person like Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah, you know, I love Kansas State. I love Kansas State. Last week I tried to, you know, pick the teams I didn't love, and maybe I'm just overthinking it. So I'm going to go with Kansas State. Now here's a very, very scary statistic. 92% of the bets placed is on Kansas State on the spread, yet the line has reversed down to four and it was five and a half that is a very scary thought for anybody wanting to place a bet on kansas state but you know what we're going to do it anyways the quarterback's better don't overthink it uh mizzou uh cost me some money last week versus middle tennessee state they freaking suck there's no home field advantage they have rocks for uh, in their field that are over 100 years old freaking Piece of junk place to go watch a game. They love playing walk a walk, walk a flock of flame on third down. I will say that gets the place rocking. Well, uh, knowing that, I like my pick even more. I'm going to go Mizzou plus four and a half. Uh, I'm taking my fade JJ strategy. I have no uh, 
favorable position in this one. So just opposite of JJ and hoping that he stays cold. All right, on to our third game. LSU, minus 9.5. Mine line moved a little bit there uh, from 10 versus uh, Mississippi State. The over-under is 54.5. JJ, what are you seeing here? Uh, I'm pretty nervous for this game. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, a little sneak peek into my uh, parlay of the week here. I, I do like the Tigers. The Tigers. Uh, go Tigers. Uh, they need to bring back uh, that good old boy. Uh, don't think it's going to happen, though. But I, I do like the Tigers here. Again, another scary statistic. 71% of the best placed on LSU minus 9.5. Just think they're the better overall team. Uh, the Cowbells, uh, not much of a factor at Mississippi State. Uh, and they've just kind of la- lacked a little bit of uh, heart and spirit ever since the passing of uh, Mike Leach, who was a freaking uh, dog. I, I, he's a freaking pirate. Best thing that ever happened to Mississippi State besides Dak Prescott. Uh, but, um, yeah, they just haven't had the same type of passion they had last year. The air raid's gone. No offense to compete with LSU. LSU gets it back on track. They cover nine and a half. Yeah, this is strictly a revenge game for me. I'm still holding a grudge against LSU for that Florida State showing. I'm going Mississippi State plus nine and a half. I love the running back, Dequavius Marks. Uh, flashy guy. Like watching him play. Will Rogers is still there. Like JJ said, they're not really throwing it as much, but I think they'll be able to hold tough plus nine and a half against uh, LSU, but strictly just a revenge game here, not riding with the Tigers. Well, this puts me in a funky position. Uh, Me and JJ tend to agree on this one. I did like LSU minus nine and a half, but to stay on the fade train, I know that both these defenses have kind of struggled. I'm going to go over 54 and a half. can't fade JJ on this one. I, I got the future on LSU and still have some hope. So going to take over 54 and a half. And uh, yeah, pray to God it hits. It probably won't. But uh, yeah. Sorry about week one, T. All right. On to uh, little Tennessee minus six and a half versus Florida over under 58 and a half. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Mr. JJ has some opinions on his beloved Joe Milton, but I'm going to start off with UT. Uh, what are you seeing here? What are you liking? Yeah, uh, just like you brought it up, Joe Milton is horrible. He's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. I also had this a little bit of side eye at uh, Danny Boy. Shout out again. Great place. They had it rolling. I believe, who'd they play last week? Tennessee played someone just horrible and barely squeaked by him. I think it was like Austin P. Yes. Um, and yep. Joe, Joe Milton looked terrible. And this is going to be top five atmosphere of the year, potentially. Florida's defense is going to step up. I think they're going to get it back on track. I know everyone's thinking about that game at Utah, but that was just a horrible way to start your season. They had no idea it was going to be quarterback for Utah. Horrible place to play. I think Florida's going to come out hot. They're going to be fired up. Napier's coaching first job already, so I'm going Florida plus six and a half. Milton might be benched at halftime. Don't care who's quarterbacking Tennessee. I'm not. Uh, I am picking against Napier the rest of the year. He uh, will probably have two number threes or two number fives on the field at all times. So they'll constantly be getting penalties. Uh, he's just not a very good coach. Uh, he's one of the uh, Saban projects that did not work 
and uh, will be fired here shortly. Uh, the one cool tradition they do have uh, at Florida is Tom Petty won't back down. They sing it. That's their home song. Uh, just like uh, Joe Milton's not going to back down at any point. He keeps the starting job, rolls over Florida, gets their season going. JJ, do you know who their uh, backup is if he does get benched? Uh, Nico uh, Mahala, y'all. Yeah, that, uh, that would be interesting. Listen, I got a key number here for you. You can play this number down to three points. Take Florida all the way down to three. They're going to win this game outright, but I'm taking them plus six and a half. How do you like it. that? I love it. I'm, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited about it. Don't ask me where I got that key number from either. This sounds, sounds key. You know, three sounds key. Listen, I got another key number for you coming up here. Purdue versus Syracuse. Syracuse is sitting at minus two and a half right now, over under 57 and a half. I'm going to save my, uh, my gripes with, for, with Purdue for a little bit later, but uh, T, let me know what you're thinking on this first. Yeah, this one hurts me as a Boilermaker fan. This one's going to be tough. Uh, it looks like we're going to start two and a, rowing two at home. Uh, I'm going to give Purdue credit, legitimately credit. Well, I don't know who scheduled this non-conference schedule for them, but it is brutal. They play Syracuse, they went to Virginia Tech, and then they had Fresno State. So all three are losable games, but none are like brand names to where it's like cool if they beat them. And I think this one comes down to coaching, and Dino Babers can coach circles around that muscle man punk Ryan Walters. No offense, JJ, but I cannot stand that man, and I think Dino's going to put him in his place. I also like the over, forgot about this, like the over. Syracuse is averaging 57 a game, over-unders at 58 and a half, I think, and we know the Boilermakers aren't going to stop them. Well, I like Purdue. Uh, getting the points, it's a night game. Going to be a great electric atmosphere at West Lafayette. I can already start to feel the buzz around here. Uh, people kind of skipping class already, waiting in line at ross Aid Stadium. It's freaking electric around here, and you can just feel – that a freaking train's coming. And so I'm going to pick Purdue. Uh, I think they went outright, but I'll take the two and a half if you're going to give them to me. Syracuse is missing a lot. They don't have Sean Tucker, who uh, is now playing for the Buccaneers. That was their offense last year. They really haven't beaten anybody. Uh, Purdue is battle-tested. Two uh, non-conference teams uh, that have uh, provided tests each game, and they've been in close games. I think they win a close one at ross Aid Stadium. And uh, no class on Monday. Yeah, in Virginia honor of Tech's our boy. not good. Virginia Tech's yeah. just flat out not good. They're terrible. The and they should have lost. Go ahead, Cole. I'm excited for this. Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, so it's uh, hot as fuck in this room, so I'm taking my shirt off. But honestly, it's honor in honor of Mr. Walters wearing the tightest shirts ever. He might as well just not wear a shirt. Great body, though. Great body. Sexy um, body. Great body. Yeah, that's the only comp compliment Purdue's going to get here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Syracuse minus two and a half. I got a key number for you. You can ride this line all the way up to 10. They will cover 10. I will be betting minus two and a half all the way up to 10. Every single point, I'm riding it all the way up to 10. Listen, I got a video from a friend over the weekend about Purdue winning, Ryan Walters talking in the locker room. Frickin' says something to the extent of, 
We let them come back. We were up 17. We let them come back, and we had some discipline. Listen, that's loser talk. You got to step on their throats and kill them. I would have been out there, me personally, running the ball down their throat. You know me. I was a dog in high school, so no big deal. But then he gives the football to the whole freaking team. What is this, the communist football party? I'm freaking pissed. That's loser talk. This team sucks. Purdue might not win another game the rest of the season. That was just bad vibes. I hope Ryan Walters gets run over by a car. Listen, I also had a friend text me, who pissed in your coffee? Well, you know what? I got a little bit of standards out here. The guy's an alcoholic anyway, so I don't take anything that he has to say to heart. But that guy can suck my dick from the back, buddy. True, yeah, true. That's- <laughs> true, true. I don't have anything true. to follow that up. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Syracuse minus 10, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll ride that, too. Your passion right, ride is, the points up. Yeah, your passion is going straight through the screen, and I appreciate it. Um, but just feel for my Boilermaker fans that they're going to be stuck with that guy for a while. After party at Harry's. <sighs> never been there, either. I'd rather be at the Anson Pub. Never, <laughs> never went to Harry's and never went to Triple X after all those games as a child. Not missing much. Yeah, Purdue stinks. What a loser fan base. Fuck those people. Okay, on to uh, our sixth game of the day. Georgia, minus 27.5 versus South Carolina. Over under 54.5. T, I need a pick here because I'm probably going to just fade JJ on this one. Yeah, I struggled with this one. I'm not sure. 20, yeah, it's a lot of points. So I'm going under, um, under 54 and a half. Georgia's defense is just a beast, as always. Um, I think there's a slight chance Spencer Rattler dies in the middle of the game. So um, I think that's the only chance that they hit that over. South Carolina's D did only give up 31 to North Carolina. I know they're not as fast-paced North Carolina as usual, but I do think they'll be able to hold Georgia to that 31-35 range. So hopefully it keeps it under uh, 54.5, but that's where I'm riding. Don't love the spread on this one, but I think Georgia does take care of business. You know what I've been seeing lately? A bunch of uh, Spencer Rattler as a first-round pick talk on Twitter. Yeah, throw that guy on the the same street as Ryan Walters that I guess, because that's just crazy. Okay. Uh, same kind of concept here. Don't like the spread. So you're not going to be able to fade me on this one unless you take this uh, over here. I am going under 21 and a half first half points by the Georgia Bulldogs. I think it is a slower paced game. I think uh, the max they're going to score in the first half is 21. I think it's safe. Uh, be my guest. Fade me on this one. Take the over 21 and a half in the first half, and you'll have some fun football to watch that first half. Well, I mean, you did just kind of force my hand there. I was going to take a different bet, but fine. I'll take it. Over 20, 21 and a half points by Georgia in the first half. They're going to run train on this South Carolina defense. Fumble will return for a touchdown. You got it, Cole. You're good. I just would like the, the fans to know. Heads in the coin toss. Defer. <laughs> I would just like the fans to know I wasn't going to take that, but he forced my hand. So if I lose it, it doesn't count for the official record. All right, our final game of the week. 
UNC minus seven and a half versus Minnesota over under 50. JJ, what do we like? I think Drake May is a great quarterback, and I look forward to see what team he falls to, uh, whether he's the second quarterback taken or now there's kind of saying the third, possibly with uh, Shadu or Shadur, whatever his name is. Uh, as far as the game goes, 330 game at Chapel Hill. I kind of like, I'm going flipping back and forth. I cannot trust the rowboat man. Okay, he uh, is not a kind of coach you want to bet on. So therefore, I'm going with the old trusty Mac Brown. Mac Brown will get his team ready. Uh, seven and a half, really wish. I might buy it down to six and a half. Don't know if that can count towards my record or not. Uh, I'll lay the juice at six and a half. They'll win by at least seven or not more. Uh, and then maybe add a little sprinkle on uh, Drake May over one and a half. Uh, touchdowns. So I'll same game parlay that over one and a half touchdown passes and uh, and minus six and a half should win both. Crazy how your uh, hate for Colorado can slip its way into a UNC Minnesota pick. I hate those guys. The freaking buffs. Screw the buffs. Uh, yeah, I'm on the over here. Uh, don't really have a uh, full feel for UNC or Minnesota. I just remember that Minnesota-Nebraska game on opening night, and it was ugly to watch. Um, the only thing that scares me is that Nebraska went on to give up 50 points to JJ's buffs last week. But I think UNC is going to be able to get to that 35 mark, and then you just hope Minnesota can score some points. I know they move slow, but I think UNC will try and speed them up a little bit, get them out of their comfort zone, and hit that over 50. Uh, over 27 and a half team total over North Carolina is minus 140. That may be something if you're worried about uh, the inept PJ Fleck fire him. PJ Fleck fired. Yeah, I'd like to switch my pick to that if that's allowed. Is that yeah, I mean, man, <laughs> is that a legit line or like one of JJ's bought down lines? <laughs> no, it's it's a well, it's minus 140, so it's not like it's uh, it's it's a little juicy, but uh. It is a legit line. How about this? We'll move it to 28. That's fine. I'll take 28. A push yeah, is we'll a win at this point. What a, yeah, I'm going to take that as that's, well. That's kind of loser talk, actually. Sorry to interrupt you there. I hate that. Hey, if you're not battling for the win, then you're not battling. You can't be pushing. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid taking advice from you. 5-10-1, and 0-2 on your parlay picks, and 0-2 on the JJ parlay. Technically 0-3 because you told everyone to double down last week. That was so bad. It was done before college football even started. <laughs> it was done. He went cross-league. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. You know? How are you going to know Travis was going to be out? Yeah. Well, we're going to triple down this week, and we're going to get it all back. The sad thing is I'm probably going to bet it again. Be sure to keep track of the units, Cole. That he's down. <laughs> well, at this rate, I mean, just negative two at this point. We're probably going to look at negative 14 by the end of it. Yep. All right, so uh, official ruling, me and T are going to take over 28 uh, UNC points, just them. I like that bet. I'm liking that a lot. Yep, love it. Good find, JJ. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, Desmond. It's not Desmond. It's <laughs> Wait. Is it Demarcus or Denard? It's Denard. It's Denard. I mean, the we're last the experts. First, we're we're the, the last best in the person. biz right here. Hey, he's the last person on the NCAA football cover 2016. Yep. I just see Michigan blue, and I think Desmond Howard. That's what first thing that came to my mind. One of these weeks, we're gonna have to get Michigan on the uh, on the slate. Yeah, once they start playing play some teams. Buddies. Yeah, I think even next week they play Rutgers. A little preview for the two fans that we have. Um, so uh, we could use a win here. Upset alert! Any top twenty-five team or large favorite you want to call your shot on? Should have called my shot on Alabama last week. Uh, you know, huge win for me compared to you two losers. Also, let me just say, I said it last week, Milrose sucks, and he just looked the part. But, uh, T, what's your upset alert? Yeah, I'd like to just kind of clarify there that Cole said I lost, but um, I at least covered my pick Arizona last week, did cover, it did come down to overtime, so I want to call it a complete loser, although it did lose. Um, this week I'm going Florida. We already talked about the game, so don't have much to add. I think they are going to win outright at home. I think they're going to take down Tennessee, and then the plummet of the Tennessee Volunteer Program is going to begin. Plus six and a half is the spread. Plus two hundred five, I believe, is money line. Uh, Josh Heupel is not going to let that happen. Uh, last person to win a national championship for Oklahoma. Shout out Josh Heupel, great quarterback there. Um, we are going with the upset special of the week, a juicy one, and you're going to want to be on this one, okay? Uh, Mel uh, Tugger. I said Tugger with a G. Mel Tugger, okay? He's been uh, in the news a lot lately for uh, tugging some junk, all right? But uh, we are going with the Michigan State Spartans. They're going to rally around him. They're not going to let this team get divided uh, from this uh, person making false claims against him. I'm just kidding. I'm impartial. I do not know anything. I will let the judicial system think, so do not cancel me uh, this early into our podcast. I am uh, open to hearing what is all said, but I am going to take Michigan State plus 550, no, 525, want to be fair, plus 525 on the money line uh, versus Washington. Uh, at home, Revenge game. Uh, Penix does a Penix and throws three interceptions. End of Heisman race. End of CFP playoffs. Uh, and he can finish out his uh, 17th year in college. Wow, there was a lot to take in right there. <laughs> yeah, let's hope this one doesn't, this uh, podcast doesn't get more than two listeners we had last week. Otherwise, we're probably going to jail. JJ's an accomplice in this one. Uh, that's going to hurt for my uh, parlay pick coming up here because I loved Washington minus 16, but I was going to say buy that thing up to minus 21 if you wanted to. Um, yeah, my upset alert, Ohio plus 130 against Iowa State. Not a big juicy line, but I liked it. And then the other one, I did have Clemson as a bet to maybe make the playoffs. Uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe ride the FAU plus 1,200 against Twi- Clemson. So uh, 
yeah, you can take those two. Maybe one hits, maybe one doesn't, probably doesn't, but we'll see what happens. Why are you looking at me like that, like that, JJ? <laughs> well, you chose two picks, and one of them is plus 130. So, um, yeah, I, I chose mean, three I, picks last week. Yeah. I think and for I the just, record, I just think that there's got to be uh, at what point is a pick on an underdog pick, too, or, uh, you know, what, what constitutes an underdog pick? Well, an underdog plus money. I gave you two. I gave you a plus 130 and a plus 1,200. What else can you ask for? In the description that our great producer, Cole, put together, it says, any top 25 team or large favorite, large favorite you want to call your shot on. Fine. Scratch it. No Ohio in there. They are going to win, so bet at Moneyline. But FAU plus 1,200. I have the juiciest line out of the bunch. These guys are pussies. (laughs) Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa. Uh, mine's close. You're not even halfway. Sparty. Uh, also, I just wanted to say, I had Appalachian State as my upset alert last week, and that almost hit. That was it a good game, too. We watched that. Yep, that was UNC shanked that field goal at the end of regulation. All righty. On to our parlay. Uh, we each get one best bet, and uh, we make a three-leg parlay. JJ, uh, let's let's see what shitty pick you have this week. I am actually going to redeem myself. I love this play. I'm actually kind of shocked it was not in the card. I don't get any input on the card until my record gets over 500. So next week I will have input. Uh, but uh, this is my uh, play of the week. I would uh, maybe even throw this into my parlay, but I'm not going to. Uh, we're going Duke minus 19. Uh, Northwestern is awful. Another uh, coach that got in trouble for doing some more nasty stuff in the Big Ten. These Big Ten coaches can't keep it together. Thank goodness we have a good uh, Christian man and Tom Allen leading our Hoosiers. That's going to freaking, that should have been my upset special, by the way. But I digress. Duke got a good quarterback, got good morals, unlike those filthy Northwestern Wildcats. Filthy. I think that leads me uh, into my pick. Uh, so last week had Northwestern. I bet a lot of people are tuned in to see if I can go 3-0 and this week. Northwestern covered by 31 points. 31. Uh, that terrible Northwestern team J.J. just referenced. Yeah, J.J. gave a preview of my pick. I am on Michigan State as well, plus 16. I'm addicted to chasing the chaos now after my Northwestern pick last week. I think the uh, chaos around the program is uh, causing a crazy line. Uh, it's Pinnock's in the rain. It looks like it's going to rain. He always throws a crazy amount of interceptions in the rain, seen it firsthand. And what's crazy is Michigan State's bringing back uh, Dan Tony, I think. As a part interim coach, I'm pretty sure he got, like, forced to retire for, like, similar issues. Not by himself, but players on the team. So they're really, really uh, recycling the the guys. I will not comment on Mel Tucker. I will let J.J. do that for me. Um, so, yeah, but taking advantage of the chaos, I think this game's going to be really close. Mel Tucker well, may Mel Tucker may not only get uh, criminally charged and and maybe justifiably so. I'm kind of switched my stance, uh, uh, but he also is going to get charged for theft because he has 
Eighty-four million dollars guaranteed if he plays. If Michigan State plays his contract out, and he's a freaking terrible coach. Don't know what he is about um, person. Got to let the judicial system play its part. Uh, innocent until proven guilty. He's definitely guilty. Sicko freak. Uh, but <laughs> let it play out. They will not have to pay a dime of that contract if this comes to fruition, which makes it a little interesting. But, yeah, no Michigan State plus 16. Way to cover all your bases there, JJ. So if he's innocent, you have a clip, and if he's guilty, you have a clip. So love that. Uh, that that ruined my best pick of the week because I loved Washington minus 16. So, um, yeah, I won't be taking that. I'm going to go Memphis minus 14. Navy fucking sucks. Look for Memphis to continue uh, burying some shitty teams and then uh, – yeah, I'm probably going to be the only, only pick on this uh, parlay that hits this week. I might not take it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not worried at all. This is about as stress-free as it gets. All right. Yep. Well, I need it because uh, my wallet's hurting at the moment. I played a little too much uh, virtual roulette last week in Michigan and uh, lost all the funds in my DraftKings account. So that'll get you. All right. On to everybody's favorite segment of the week, the one and two king himself, Mr. JJ. Take it away with your parlay of the week. Okay. This is one you're going to have to sit back and just buckle up. Okay. Because this is definitely going to hit I'm going to triple down, so then we'll be even money. I went 0-1 the first week, doubled down, so that's three units. Triple down, even maybe even uh, add an, an extra unit just so I can say I'm positive on the year. So this is actually a four-unit play, four, okay? Just like Kevin Kolb, okay? Kevin Kolb was a quarterback that wore number four for the Eagles. That's my first pick. The Eagles, Thursday night football, money line. Second pick. Going Penn State money line. Going at Illinois. Illinois freaking sucks. Uh, Singleton. Uh, freaking James Franklin will have them ready to play. Great, great pick. And then lastly, we're going to finish off with another 12 o'clock game. LSU money line. Those three get you at plus money there. Plus 102. Uh, and you will have those funds in your account uh, for the 330 game. So just get them ready to put them on the rest of my slate this week, and you will have a lot of money going into next week. You'll feel good about your job. Mondays won't seem like a Monday anymore, and then you have two Monday night football games. You're welcome. Uh, which which leg of that do you think loses? Yeah, I could see all of them losing. Um <laughs> Two teams on the road. I, I think the Eagles are home. I feel like the Eagles will probably take care of business against the Vikings, but Penn State, I don't know. Illinois has looked terrible, but it's a tricky spot. First real test, and then I took Mississippi State earlier, but, you know, I, I'm rooting for it. I love the J.J. parlay. Yeah, I'm worried that we're not even going to get through uh, college football and this parlay is going to be done, but, you know. We'll, we'll see. I, I got to ride with my guy, JJ. I'll bet it again this week. PGA Tour is back this if, week, JJ. Hey, if you want to do it, uh, fade my Moneyline Parlay pick, and it will get you uh, at – I just did this Mississippi State and Illinois 21-1 to 1 odds. So if you want to fade it, 
go ahead and fade it and, and throw some money out the door and burn it because that's what you're doing because all of them are going to hit. You said uh, PGA's back? It is back this week. The Fortnite Open or Fortinet Open. I don't think anyone's playing in it because the Ryder Cup, but I'm sure JJ has some good picks. I have, hey, you got a bonus pick for us? I haven't looked at it at all. I'll look at it right now and just I'll tell you who's going to freaking win. Uh, really, really is a terrible freaking field. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this field is so bad that you would have to go with one of the favorites. Uh, I, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw out three names, all flyers, except for obviously the one that's just terrible odds. So I'm not even gonna do that. I'll just throw out two guys: uh, Eric Cole, thirty to one, like him, and uh, new newbie Peter Quest, sixty to one. Who is the favorite you're gonna throw out? Uh, Max Homa. Uh, the only other one that's justifiable would, I mean, Sahith Thigala, you'd think. I'll throw Sahith in there. 18-1 to 1 is good value. One of those three will probably win. Max Homa, two up and down. Justin Thomas is playing. He's also 18-1. to 1. That's actually pretty good value for him as well. Um, I don't know. He just hasn't had it. So, Well, I'll uh, keep your golf picks as a tracker, too. So, <laughs> Well, hold on. This week doesn't count, then, because I freaking have not done any research. I'll restart researching them the, the next week, unless okay, I win, no. obviously. This doesn't count for your record, but it win or loss doesn't count. Well, win if I if I pull one, it should count. I mean, if I just pull one out and I freaking rear in three people, that should count. Well, pull it. We'll pull it for the freaking people listening. If you're on my side, that if I just pull three people and one of them win, that's like freaking guessing the lottery. Uh, then it should count. Yeah, we'll, we'll release a poll for all of our fans and see what they say. Thanks. It, it'll be tough when our two fans split their vote. All right, well, uh, any any closing statements from you two boys on this week? Yeah, no, got a wedding this weekend. Shout out Brad Hilton. I'm sure he'll be listening. Um, really excited for it. Shout out to you also, Brad, for choosing a slate that is just not that great. We'll be able to get to see our Hoosiers take down the Cardinals right before uh, the wedding takes place. So looking forward to that. Uh, but no, not not a whole lot. Looking forward to seeing a lot of the crew down there, a lot of high noons and vodka sodas and beers. Uh, also got a wedding to go to, different wedding. Uh, you guys may know him. He plays basketball with us. Uh, Cody Bagley, the enforcer in the lane. Uh, going to his wedding, it is at the same place I had my wedding, so it'll be good memories for me and my wife. We'll dance the night away, and then we'll rise and grind. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Go Hoosiers, go Blue, go Knowles, go Sooners. Friday wedding? Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yes. Yeah, uh, I will also be at Mr. Brad's wedding. Um, <clears throat> a little worried. I don't have my shoes for it yet, so I uh, got to go shoe shopping. We'll see what we can find. I'll probably look like a dumpster fire with my nice suit and shitty shoes. But um, yeah, excited for the weekend as well. Um, excited to see you down in the nasty tea.
Yeah, it's a bummer Hayden's not going. Otherwise, you would know that you're not going to be the worst dressed person at the wedding. <laughs> hey, if you put hey, you put all your money on my picks this week, you can get you some Dolce Gabbana shoes, free and clear. <laughs> and for all the fans who do take JJ's parlay of the week, he'll be doing a refund if if he goes zero and fourteen. So, uh, yeah, keep your receipts. I concur. I will do that. You got to keep your receipts, though. Yep. We won't be taking your word for it. We don't trust you, Braden. All right. Well, that wraps up our uh, week three podcast, show number four, only two released because, you know, technical difficulties and shitty podcasting, but uh, I'll take the bullet on those. So, uh, yeah, shoot, sound off in the comments if you uh, got some complaints or just take it up with me. Uh, We'll see you uh, next week. Peace.